Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 28 of the Tiny Disc Podcast, a show about games and life. I am Robert Scarpanito, and I'm joined here by Jack Cepeda. This is the last official episode of 2017, everyone. Bong bong, what's up? And Colin Sparling. Hey, how you doing, everybody? Shout out to our longtime listeners that have been listening since the beginning. You know who you are. We love you. It's been a solid, uh, what, seven months now since we first started this bad boy, and it's been a hell of a journey, and it's only gotten better with age. 28 weeks later, here we are, gents. Yeah, 28, 28 weeks later, like the movie. No yep. zombies, though. No mm. no zombies that want to claw our eyes out. TBD. Yeah, yeah. But I will tell you guys something. I want to I want to ask you guys about something. So I was at the grocery store two days ago, and I, I thought I, I noticed something that I mean, it's always kind of been there, but I never really kind of like was conscious of it until I just kind of looked up and saw it. So you you guys ever go to the grocery store and you see those guys that are just like very, very determined when they're at the grocery store, they have like their laundry list of groceries they got to get and they're just going all over the store. But on top of that, they have their fucking headphones in. Oh yeah. And they're like blasting yeah. music. Like they're like hardcore grocery shopping right now. Oh, uh, I don't see them. I don't hear them blasting music. Like they usually have earbuds in. So right. Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying, but like I've come mm-hmm. across people that are like blowing it so loud. I can actually hear it coming out of their Shit. headphones. Hardcore yeah. grocery shopping. Yeah, dude. It's like that. Uh, there wasn't there an old N64 game where it was like a time trial game. You had like a shopping cart. and You had to try to like stuff a bunch of shit in it. I think it was, was an N64 a, game. There was an old game show called Supermarket Sweep. I used to watch where yeah. it was all about. Uh, it was a game show in a grocery store. What are hmm. you telling me? There is competitive shopping out there. Kind of. As a matter it's of fact, amazing. it kind of was. Yeah, it's called Supermarket Sweep, old school uh, TV game shows. Uh, and yeah, you had to like, it was all took place in a shopping. Wait, yeah, uh, I remember this now. Yeah, grocery store, about you had like a cart and shit and you had like, yeah, you had to find like certain items like in this giant grocery store. You had to hurry up and find it, like bring it back. It was, it was nuts. It was a cool, it was a cool little thing. And then right. the final like battle was like, you had to like race another team and you had to fill your cart with the most expense, like the most amount of groceries, like dollar <laughs> amount wise, and then like come back. And that was like the winner, I'm pretty sure. So it's like, wow, they really are conditioning us. <laughs> <laughs> Consumerism. Yeah, seriously. Um, yeah, and then so the extreme you, couponing became a thing too. Do you um, think, but, do you think then those people with the headphones and like, you know, power shoppers, if you will, do you think they're practicing for the shoppers. revival? Of that game show, possibly the gritty reboot. Maybe, yeah, yeah. maybe, maybe they're just the people. They're the people. There, and there's more than you think. They're just, you know, they get home every day, and that's their that's their training session. You know, they they prep for. They wake up every morning. They're, you know, they they eat their breakfast, and then they go to the gym. They're like, okay, getting all mentally prepared to head to the grocery <laughs> store. And I mean, <laughs> I imagine like the thing, on though. the treadmill, on the treadmill, they have a cart in front of them, and they're like <laughs> <laughs> still moving they forward. Get the extra long treadmill so they can fit their cart on there. Yeah, I've no. definitely been known to have you know have some earbuds in sometimes, and I just don't feel like talking to anybody. No, yeah, I mean that's totally understandable. Um, but like, I mean, and you know what's funny too is the ironic part is like most of the people that I see doing this sort of thing actually do look like they have a more athletic build to them like physique wise and so i don't know if that's just like a coincidence or not but i what i'm kind of getting at with this is like is is there a time like what is there any unnecessary moments where you see you have seen people listening to music in your own lives because i don't know i feel like that's one for me like i never really think about just jamming out while i'm at the grocery store i don't know 
It's not really now a bad that, thing, now but that you it's kind of like thing, you're like, yeah, now you know that people do. It. You're like, huh, maybe I should do that. Right. And I'm not like <laughs> and I'm not saying like I'm against it or anything like that. It's just not really something I ever thought about before I started like actually before I started living here or like here in Columbus in the city. It's never yeah. really a thing I saw back home. I'm what, trying to what think about, of where an inappropriate you know, earbud moment would be like i've been I, to a few fu- funerals unfortunately and no one was doing it there so <laughs> i thought you were about to say and i know a few people who did it there it's like no, whoa no, no. <laughs> yeah someone's try- just in the back I'm, fucking I'm rocking out to, imagine, to the bgs or something i'm just trying to imagine the the BGs. <laughs> oh jeez <laughs> i'm just trying to imagine uh yeah i'm just trying to imagine a scenario where that would be inappropriate you know i mean I at a know. concert right <laughs> That'd be like weird. That'd be weird. Well, I hate the people with the full on iPads at the concert. Please mm. don't do that anymore. That are full of holding oh, up an God. iPad and recording and shit. Please like, no. Put the iPad down. And like no one has lighters anymore. So whenever the crowd like holds up lights, it's always the flashlight of your phone now. So whatever. I understand that. I'd rather you do that than smoke, I guess. But you know, I just I just remember the good old days. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah. I I mean I've had people talk to me with their like with an earbud in their earbuds in and it's like uh dude can can you not <laughs> like it's kind of rude. You know what <laughs> you, I want to get? Know. We're talking about earbuds. I want to get those earbuds where they let ambient noise in. Like they have a microphone as well and you can control like how much ambient noise you hear with the music. So like huh. you wouldn't have to like pull out your earbuds to hear conversations around you. There are even some earbuds that they kind of give you superpowers. So not only do they give you um, ambient noise without pulling your earbuds out, but you can turn them up and you can hear like across the room like people are saying. Oh, yeah. That's like some straight like Spy Kids type yeah, shit. Yeah. And they, those are a thing now. And they're wireless buds. They don't, the sound quality isn't there yet. But, uh, you know, when it finally gets there eventually, like I'd probably be interested in picking some of those up. Well, you heard it here first, folks. If you think Jack's in the vicinity, don't talk about anything personal. No. Yeah. Just, I mean, just don't at all. Maybe I'll just, I don't want to hear it. Next time I go to the store, maybe I'll just blast some, I don't know, some code orange or some knocked loose and just start crowd killing people. Yeah. <laughs> I go through the crowd two grocery store. The cereal yeah, just two step flailing my limbs everywhere, <laughs> spin kicking people in the face when I'm going to grab no. my uh, coffee. I see it more and more now, though. Like, it wasn't always a thing. Like, five, six years ago, I would just be at the gym and I'd always have my earbuds in. So I'd go home real quick or on my way home from the gym, I would just still have my earbuds in. So I just keep them on, you know, and just, and just yeah, do my thing. Yeah. And then, so, but I saw, you know, I started doing that five, six years ago. And now, you know, as the years have gone on, I've definitely noticed a lot more people just do not want to be bothered at the grocery store. And I was thinking, man, like how awesome is it going to be when we finally do have those Amazon grocery stores? This is not a commercial for Amazon, but where we have those kind of grocery stores <laughs> where sponsor us, yeah, where <laughs> you can just walk out with all your groceries in the cart and not have to go through the line. That'll be such a quality of life thing, man, because I hate that part of grocery stores. I, yeah, I, think, I, I definitely like, want to like dive into a discussion about that like extensively at some point. But, but yeah, aren't there aren't there some grocery stores that already do that? Right. Where you can just like send like open up their app or something and be like, I want this, this, this this and that. And then like you drop by there yeah, 30 you, minutes later and they have it all. You can drive by. Yeah. You yeah. Can Kroger already does up. that. Yeah, yeah. And so does H-E-B, which is the Kroger of Texas. Okay. Uh, they do that as well, too. Yeah. yeah no, I guess that's a good point. Yeah, I don't know. I was just, I, that's what I was curious about. I was curious whether or not, like, you know, it, it's just 
the more and more I see people listening to music in different places, it's just more and more common as, as I've lived here. And, uh, you know, there's the whole stigma of like, you know, you're on your commute to campus or your job or whatever. And you see people with headphones on and you just kind of assume they don't want to be talked to. Well, you know, what's funny about the, the funny thing about that is like, I may listen to music, but I'm not like one of those people who are like, Oh, I have my headphones and don't fucking talk to me. Like, I'm not one of those people. Like if someone right, came up right. to me and started having like a random conversation with me, like I would be more than willing to talk to them as long as they're not like creeping me out or whatever you know you know actually speaking of that you want to hear one of the weirdest fucking like interactions i've ever witnessed at a grocery store that involves headphones it was one of it was one of those you know like two people about to turn into the same aisle and then it's like no you go first i'm sorry how you go first you know we've all had those moments oh then they fall in love no but (laughs) so (laughs) this lady with a cart was like about to go in this where this place where this guy with a basket was about to go and the guy with the basket he was like athletic build headphones in etc basically the guy colin's imagining and the lady is like stereotype here guys (laughs) and the lady goes (laughs) you go ahead and his response is i have headphones in you have to go (laughs) 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 so weird wait 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 wait, wait. i wanted to stop that be like like, excuse me (laughs) Wait, was that like I have headphones in, comma? I you have to go, or was that like I have headphones in? It's a very strange. You have to go. Like he he, he he meant. I think he. Yeah, I think I knew what he meant, but he just didn't come out right. (laughs) He did that thing. I get it now. Where he like points at his ears and like makes that face like I can't hear you, but just vocally says, "I have headphones in. You have to go." He probably said it really loud too. Like you always do when you have headphones in. All right, this is reminding me now, guys. You're taking me back to a dark place. Do you uh, guys have any horror stories of when wearing headphones goes wrong? No. Uh, okay. When wearing okay, headphones think, goes wrong. Aside from the time of, I broke a couple. Think like, about it, and I'll tell you my story, okay? I'll, I'll kind of protect the names of the innocent here. Uh, John and Jane Doe. But I usually always on campus, this is when I was at Ohio State, I would wear headphones everywhere, right? And it's cold, so I've got like a hot coffee. I've got like, I'm all bundled up. I got layers on layers. Got my headphones, got my beanie on top of the headphones. Sounds like me. Like, yeah, like, and I'm just walking straight to class. Sometimes I'd get there kind of early. Sometimes I'd just be in a rush and I wouldn't know, you know, what, how early or late I was. I just walked in. So (laughs) I walk into this big hall. I'm I'm just not going to, again, I'm going to avoid details, but I walk into this giant hall full of a class of like maybe 200 250 people and i'm rocking out my song and i'm like all right class must just have gotten started and i sit down and it's the wrong professor and i sit down in like the front row in the middle and oh, it's the wrong professor fuck it's and the it's wrong the, class it's the class before mine starts it's the same location but it's so just you got I'm there, there way too early. early yeah like yeah. 15 minutes too early and i sit and i just look up and i sit down <laughs> and i have my headphones on still and then the professor starts looking at me weird and i just like sit there and smile <laughs> And I can tell the whole class is like freaked out because who would do that? <laughs> like near the end of class, like who would show up like an hour and a half late to class? It's in the front and middle. 
And then, dude, that's. And then, and then, and then uh, I realized like what I've done. I'm like, well, I can't get up. I'm just gonna sit here now for 15 minutes. Oh and I my. take my ear and I take my earbuds out and I turn them off. And I sit there. And, and then, then you slump ever slower into yeah, your I, chair. I start slumping down like, oh no, oh no. Like, I realize what I've done. You've signed the like, social contract. You're stuck here. Absolutely. Like, yeah, it's like, almost we're like in that, this. Uh, that on, episode not- of How How I Met Your Mother, where uh, <sighs> Ted walks into the class and it's the wrong class. He thought he was supposed to be teaching like uh, architecture 101 or whatever the hell it was. No, yeah, yeah. And he gets like 30 minutes into the lecture and they tell him like, dude, you're in the wrong fucking class. Yeah, seriously. I know that pain. And so what else happened? So I take my earbuds off and right when I take them off, like, like I sit there and I'm like taking my gloves off, taking my scarf off. Then I finally get my earbuds off. Then I hear the teacher just go, or the professor go, so we'll just move on, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> she proceeded to teach the class. Everyone knows I'm in the wrong room. Oh my and, and god! Then after after, and then I realized obviously what happened. And then after the class is dismissed, she walks right up to me and like just starts like kind of cussing me out, right? Because it was like a weird, creepy thing. And also, this is a time too, like dark, like turn to the story. But this is a time too where like people were very paranoid about like uh, security and shit, like on campus. Like mm-hmm. you know, campus was considered kind of vulnerable target, so people were very concerned about that at that time too and uh rightfully so right but so i was like i'm really sorry it'll never happen again i had my earbuds in. like i was trying to tell her but she like i could tell that she, she was, wasn't having it she was so angry she wanted to do more than just like like yell at me right then and there she wanted me to pay for this in some way shape or form Yikes. but she calmed down but she calmed down and like nothing ever happened but i could tell she like she wanted some action you know I don't. I don't know that. That's a little. And not, a it little, never happened. But yeah, I, I think yeah. Poor word of choice. But <laughs> oh wait, no, no, she was so mad. She wanted to bust the nut. No, 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 no. She wanted some action. Some action to be taken against me. I think is what I'm trying to say. I, we, we like know. academic, we know, like, like discipline or discipline on a discipline level. <laughs> All right, I'll stop. <laughs> so we've got a great oh. show for you today. Hella news going on. But first, let's talk about some video games. Colin, do you want to start us off? Yeah, so what you guys know about that PUBG, though? Uh, well, it's just a little uh, indie I can, game. I know a little thing about it. I know it sucks like shit on the Xbox. Whoa. If you try and play that version, it's the worst version. Don't play it. But on PC, yeah. it's supposed to be okay. So I don't understand like why all these articles are coming out from these big media outlets. They're like, hey, Xbox version of PUBG runs like ass. I'm like, no shit. <laughs> like, yeah, it's this like sub 30. <laughs> it's like sub 30 frames. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it's it's subpar, like not even close to being optimized on PC yet. And they expect it to run on a, a console. Like, like, get out of here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there was a part of me that really hoped that with the, like, billions of dollars Brendan Green, player known himself, has made, that maybe they found the magic juice they needed to make it run all right on a console. But I guess not. Yeah. I, no. Not on that console, though. No? Like, even on the Xbox One X, it still is, you know, subpar. Yeah, it's struggling. But it is It is to say it is in early access. But, you know, I digress. We played the test uh, server this week so so what'd you think of it Colin? right so that aside we're about a week out from 1.0 coming out but they did release the desert map uh post game awards here and wow is it fun i love i'm loving the desert map myself man yeah. i i do is it's 
a lot more varied terrain, a lot more, uh, I think a lot more settlements too. I think me and Robert were talking about, uh, it New seems, buildings, it seems like there's just, yeah. yeah, there's a lot, a lot more buildings. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, like it just, it's a lot more fun. There's a, a lot of fucking hot zones. It feels like the last game me and Robert played, it felt like we were getting shot at left and right as soon as we dropped. And ever since, like we ran into people every two seconds, it felt like. Yeah, I told Robert like when uh, we first played uh, the test server. I told him like, "Hey, when you load up this test server, you know, someone who's spent over fifty hours in PUBG, like it's gonna feel like we're actually playing PUBG three, <laughs> like not just one sequel above, but it's like way polished. It feels way cleaner. It it plays a lot smoother, <clears throat> and and I'm excited when they finally you know go live with it." and release 1.0, it's going to be a big jump, a big leap in uh, performance on PC. Yeah, the test server has made me pretty excited, I think, for the 1.0 release, because, like, you know, recently I've kind of just been like, eh, yeah, PUBG, it's, it's, it's whatever, it's PUBG. Like, I Mm -hmm. haven't really been itching to play it much recently, but after playing the test server and seeing what the game might look like, you know, post 1.0 launch, I might pick it back up again. It's starting to look pretty good, and it's looking so smooth. Yeah, um, aside from the eight times it crashed on me today. Whoops. It is, yeah. I mean, it is PUBG. It is going to have some level of jank. I think that's always going to be part of the package you get. But I am really impressed with the improvements they made on the desert map. Again, with the new weapons, they have a Winchester, there's a sawed-off shotgun. Oh, yeah, that's right. I think there's yeah. other guns that I haven't and even seen it. New vehicles. New vehicles, yeah. Yeah, uh, I just think everything plays much better. Also, we're, not, we're neglecting to mention the Mansling is a literally a game changer you can now enter buildings by jumping through glass windows which is like a thing so you have to worry about that as well when people are kind of creeping up on you but there's a lot to be excited about i think for fans of PUBG. uh i'm really looking forward to that releasing and we don't have to pay anymore because it's just coming out now yeah and it will and the price won't go up so that's cool too hell yeah thank you for listening to the PUBG podcast <laughs> I wonder if there is could you sustain a whole like weekly podcast on just PUBG Listen, I kind of feel like that'd be hard to do I think it'd just be the, stories yeah it would have to be because uh, I know Destin Legary from IGN does uh, fire team fire fire team fire team chat mm. oh, something yeah. like that anyway it's a weekly Destiny 2 podcast yeah Ooh. yeah, well, yeah. Mm. yeah so, PUBG I, I think you, you'd, it'd have to be like your featured city of the week or something I, it'd just be really hard to sustain a show like a weekly show on just that one game I feel like I mean I'm sure someone's out there doing it I'm sure you know people are looking at it because it is going to be a big esport whenever you know that time does come but I think that'd be difficult to do yeah I just I feel like PUBG doesn't get that many updates to make it worth having like a weekly podcast about it like yeah. League of Legends for example has hella weekly podcasts but that's also because that game gets yeah. updated every other day basically and you, yeah, and you need to know so, so, so much about every single character in that game, too. So I think, you know, there's a lot of content to draw from. Absolutely. Well, yeah, I think, I mean, I feel like League of Legends now is like on the level of having a weekly football podcast. You, you know what I mean? Like, it, I mean, it is an esport. There's multiple, pe- like, big celebrity e athletes, I guess you could call them. You know, so talking about that and talking about the game itself. I mean, there's a there's a lot more to talk about there than what would be a PUBG podcast. Um, oh, on a side note, Destiny 2 did release uh, Curse of Osiris and apparently it's garbage. <laughs> uh, garbage might be harsh, but it's it's sounds like it's not really going to be what people were hoping for. It sounds like it's less than even the first patch was for the original Destiny, which that ain't good for nobody. Yeah. You know, it's like an add on to an additional uh, strike. Not a dis- it's not a whole new strike on itself. Or a raid right. or whatever they call it. 
Yeah, Destiny Aficionado, Destiny Gary, like I just mentioned, they he actually released his review of it, review of it on IGN, gave it a five point five out of ten. Yikes! Damn. So must be a yeah, sad day to be a Destiny fan. Uh, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna wait again. Thirty dollars. Come on, guys, put it out for thirty dollars. I mean, if you, you can do that on PS4, I hear that it went down that. Oh low. yeah, it is. It's on no. sale for thirty two bucks on PS4 right now. Yeah, no, no dice. No, no. <laughs> yep. Robert, yeah. what have you been playing, bud? Uh, all right. So I've been playing this uh, indie game called Seven: The Days Long Gone, and it's been developed by Fool's Theory, which uh, is composed of some ex devs from games like The Witcher Two and The Witcher Three. Which I know mm-hmm. you guys may not have heard of those games; are kind of swept under the rug a lot. Um, Who? Surely you jest. <laughs> I am jesting. Um, yeah. So ex devs from Witcher Three, Two, and Three have worked on this game, and. I don't think it shows that well, if I'm going to be honest. So let's set up the premise, I guess, first. So what seven is, it's like you are a master thief and you're on this uh, like prison island, you know, like think of Australia or something. And um, it's like this weird mix of kind of Victorian era mannerisms, but like futuristic cyberpunk aesthetic. So you don't play as Morgan Freeman and Brad Pitt as investigators? No. Okay. Not quite. I'm really upset. I'm um, really upset about that. Yeah. So it's like this game that's focused. It has an isometric viewpoint, but it's focused on like jumping around, parkouring, and sneaking, and hella sneaking. Because if you get caught, it feels like there's nothing you can do. Like your your choices are to die or to run so far away that tracking, like trekking back to your objective would just be stupid at that point. So hmm. it, it feels like a little bit of a too much of a focus on stealth without any kind of like even slight safety net. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It's hard for me to kind of say I'm really enjoying my time with it. It's got an interesting world, which I think is the strongest part about it. And the story is okay. kind of, I'm kind of warming up to it. Um, D- describe it to me. Like someone who's never seen this game. Like, is it like a third person, like okay. open world, like Witcher? So it's an isometric viewpoint. So think like Diablo, uh, but you uh, move, okay. you move with your WAS. You don't like click to go somewhere. You move with Weird. WASD. And then you use the mouse to like rotate your camera. Retro graphics, modern graphics, kind of, kind of a, com- it's comic booky almost. It kind of reminds mm. me of Telltale in a way. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's almost Borderlands esque, Jack. Yeah. After watching the trailer, so yeah. kind of like mobile graphics, like mobile games. I mean, way better than mobile games. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Imagine like Telltale Borderlands kind of a gotcha. look. Um. And yeah, the combat is, it's very simple. You have your melee weapon and you either do light or heavy attacks. That's kind of it so far. I know you can get like upgrades that let you like dash around and stuff, but I spent maybe five or six hours and I'm not seeing much of that. I feel like the game is, doesn't do a good job of kind of explaining itself to you. It's just kind of like here, go do (laughs) Mm -hmm. here, do, Mm -hmm. do thing. Not much of a tutorial. Yeah. So I don't know. It's hard to say that like, I'm having a lot of fun with this game, which is kind of disappointing. Right. Cause when I heard like, Oh man, people who worked on the Witcher on this, that's gotta be like, yeah, that's something. Right. Did you buy it or are you just playing the demo? Um, so I'm actually like in the middle of a review for it for tech Raptor. So I got a Mm. review code for it. Okay. Mm. How much is it? Uh, normally I believe it's 30 bucks. Yeesh. Yeah, it came out like December Ooh. one, so it's been two weeks. Okay, yeah. so mm. hmm, I don't know. So like, you're not going to play it after the review, is what you're saying? Probably not. No, I mean I'm I'm going to mm. play it to completion, right? And you know, like see what's in store for me, because I I imagine it gets better. Like I mean, it has to 
maybe based on the systems the, are building up is the music a standout at all or are there any like multiplayer oh, features so the music's or, really or... weird right so you've got like you know it, it doesn't stand out per se but it fits that aesthetic right it fits this kind of like mystical island with a lot of weird technologies aesthetic and then on every now and then there's like country rock oh which is like what's <laughs> happening here no okay <laughs> i hate country yeah i'm not a fan of country either but my my main concern is more like what justified this choice of track for this game i don't understand at all it's gonna have like billy bob or what's his name Billy Ray, Ray Cyrus, Cyrus. <laughs> yeah, and that dude that's on the Chattahoochee, Chattahoochee River song. Heart. You guys know that song? No. Went down yonder on the Chattahoochee. Never knew much of muddy water meant to me. All right. <laughs> okay, we're we're ending. We're in. It was stopping right there. Well, yeah, this, this is it. <laughs> I went down yonder on the chat. No, sorry. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I guess like if you were looking at this game because you heard about the Witcher devs thing, it's kind of like. I don't know. It's still a maybe for me. I I really am leaning more toward a no in terms of recommendation for it. Mm, okay. Yeah, it's something with it sounds like something with some potential, but then just kind of squandered what there. What like poor time to release a game? Yeah, that's kind of a gamble too. Like early December. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just mm. it seems like a game where they wanted like a lot of depth to it, but present it without any instruction, and then kind of it just makes you naturally go to like the simplest way to do things. Mm-hmm. which is apparently never the best way to do things because I've had to reload it countless times. <laughs> so it's on so, like PC. Well, what else is on? I think it's just PC. Okay. Mm. Mm. Sounds like it could, mm. it could work on iPad maybe. No. I, in it. You don't think so? Based on the control scheme, no. I wouldn't say so. Okay. Okay, well, oh, yeah. fuck that then. It has no hope. <laughs> <laughs> it's dead in the water. Yeah, yeah it's unfortunate okay. to hear. Um, but yeah, I think that should do it for us for talking about games this week, huh? Yeah, very, very meh note there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can sing some more if you guys want to lift up the spirits. Let's go to the news. All right. Let's kick things off with some Star Trek announcement. Not Star Wars. Don't worry. We're not spoiling it. Quentin Tarantino is directing a new Star Trek movie. This is like 99% going to happen. It's not a guaranteed sure thing, but he is like pitching the the studio like, listen, I want to do, I'm writing, I'm working on a Star Trek movie. It needs to be rated R. And they agreed. And then J.J. Abrams himself, right, like is producing the film too. So they're looking for finalizing a screenwriter right now. It'll probably be a couple years off, but this is in motion. The monster is in motion to get an actual Tarantino version of star trek this is so incredible like look forward to it this probably 2020 or so like this is like i can only think of like all the great quotes all the great movie references just i mean this is a perfect marriage for me because i i love the direction that star trek started going in the was it oh nine or no when, when was with that, that reboot the good right? one yeah whenever yeah. that reboot happened i love that version of star trek i love tarantino like beyond words so this is like an awesome awesome thing for me and i just can't believe it's even like possibly real like gonna happen in our universe so what's going to happen is half of this movie is going to be in black and white and it's going to have uh samuel jackson in it you know he's going to be playing some sort of character (laughs) half the characters are going to die yeah and then uma thurman uma thurman and then samuel jackson's gonna be like you know klingon motherfucker do you speak it (laughs) and you know 
They're definitely like, cussing in this. It's going to be rated <laughs> oh, R. It's yeah. a Tarantino movie. There's definitely well, the fuck cussing. Motherfucker's going to die. And you know Captain Kirk is going to be like getting with some green chick too, like he always does. Mm. Some green chick. Mm. Yeah, totally. So it's it's going down like that, man. I can't wait. I don't know. Those. It's not really news because I mean it's sort of his news, but we don't have any hard concrete like details or anything. But it's like actually going to happen. And this is uh, via the Business Insider uh, report too, so we should credit them, I guess. Yep. Uh, Street Fighter. You remember that game, guys? That's coming out again. And again and again and again and again and again. But no, it's, so there's in a game. There's a it's 30th, just a institution, man, of uh, of video game ness. Yeah. So uh, the 30th anniversary is coming up, and for that, Capcom is bundling 12 different versions of the Street Fighter, six of them being Street Fighter twos. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, and putting it all together in this collection, the 30th anniversary collection. Should we read the roster of the games? Yeah. Can 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 I please? Can I please? <laughs> How about we trade here like a true fighting game? I'll start and then okay. we'll just go down the line. Ooh. Street Fighter. Street Fighter 2. Street Fighter 2 Champion Edition. <laughs> Street Fighter 2. What is that? Final fight. I can't read that. Hyper fighting. Fi- hyper. Is that? Okay. Hyper Super, fighting. Yeah. Super Street Fighter 2. The new challengers. You forgot that part. Oh, <laughs> uh, we're reading the diff- different list. This isn't going to work, man. <laughs> Oh, we are? Oh, shit. My bad. Super Street Fighter 2, Street Fighter Alpha, Street Fighter Alpha 2, Street Fighter Alpha 3, Street Fighter 3, Street Fighter 3, Second Impact, Street Fighter 3, Third Strike. This is incredible. And it's all for like, no, what? (laughs) Fuck that. This is awesome. This is going to be $40. It's coming to Switch, PC, and the consoles. And it's going to have like the full like Mega Man Legacy kind of treatment, right? So you're going to have all the archived uh, videos, all the art. art. Yeah, you're gonna have like a like a way to explore all their moves and all the the sprite yeah, maps and all sprite stuff. Sprite analysis, count, yeah, yeah, counting frames and shit. Like this is the absolute comprehensive Street Fighter Two collection. So what the what Street is there Fighter to hate compendium. about this? What is just, there to even hate I, about this? I just it's I just, forty dollars. I just hate that there are like fifty billion Street Fighters, but they're only up to Street Fighter Five. Oh yeah, hmm. yeah. <laughs> They're up to Final Fantasy 15, so I don't know. Yeah, like, but it's... You gotta pick your poison, I guess. Yeah, but it's still, it's like mostly, for the most part, Final Fantasy 1, 2, 3, 4. There's I, would, like, I would argue... What? I just... There's no, like, Final Fantasy 6 Hyper Turbo, Final Fantasy 6 Hyper Fighting, <laughs> Final Fantasy 6 Alpha, Final Fantasy 6 Surge Strike, you know? It's like, no, just give this, me the number. This is, this is the day bef- This is the days before patches happened, I guess, so they just released a whole new game, and everyone just kept rebuying it, so... Jeez. <laughs> But I am so hyped for this. I think it's a great value. I think that uh, four of these games are going to have online. Mm-hmm. So that's sick. And they're all like arcade perfect as well. So it's a really big deal. I'm really looking forward to it. I think it comes out in March, if May. I remember correctly. May 2018. May? Okay. Uh, a little bit later. But yeah, May. And man, I think I'm going to buy this on Switch. And I'll probably buy it on PC as well. Wow. To, two buys. Yeah. Oh. I probably would. Because to have it mobile, I think, is a really cool thing. But then also to have be able to use my fight stick. Like that's like. Right, that's crucial. Yeah, it's very important. See, I I love Capcom and their naming conventions. They even went as far as parodying it one time. And let me read this to you guys. Uh-oh. So they came out with a DLC, a standalone DLC for I think it was a standalone DLC for uh, Dead Rising Three. And here's what they named it and made fun of themselves: Super Ultra Dead Rising Three Arcade Remix Hyper Edition yes. EX Plus Alpha. Absolutely, oh, yeah. That perfect. is, yeah, that's an actual <laughs> name for the DLC. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> And EX Plus Alpha is a true, like, there is a Street Fighter game called EX Plus Alpha. I mean, isn't... Street Fighter EX Plus Alpha. Isn't also, like, there's a Dead Rising 4, Frank's Big Package? That's, like, a thing, right? 
So, yeah, something like that. Well, we're talking that. about naming conventions. Oh, man. I'm so hyped for it, man. So don't listen to Robert, all the Street Fighter fans out there. This is awesome. No, I mean, I think it's great. I do think it's really good. I just I don't understand why there are so many Street Fighters. I just don't get it. It's 30 years old. Yeah, but like, <laughs> it's all... There it's aren't all, a lot of games that are 30 years old. It's all Street Fighter 2 with a different name. Uh, but no, they're not near the same games. I think if you played one or the other, I think you would appreciate the the... The nuances between them. I think there's enough going on here. I so mean, maybe I don't know. The only Street Fighter I played was five, and that was at a barcade See, once. And that's the worst one. Yeah, that's literally the worst one. I don't own a single Street Fighter, so I, it might be worth it for me. This is absolutely worth it. This is a great way to jump in the series. I think. Yeah, I mean, I'm, and four I might, of the games are going to be online. So I mean, I might pick it up probably. Yo, yeah. So we're only a what a month out until uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Get hype. Oh, wait. Yeah, no, JK. Get I'm going to only buy boys. that game and only play that fighting game for the rest of the year. So <laughs> Street Fighter is going to have to wait. <laughs> How did I end up on a show with these guys? What is happening? Hey, hey, I, hey listen. Our Jack, system works makes good fighting games. Jack, okay. Have you seen video of Dragon Ball Fighter Z? I'm sure it looks like a good cartoon. I'm no, sure it looks good. Fuck you. It looks like a good fighting game. <laughs> Not no, just but it the looks cartoon. like the cartoon. I didn't mean it like a slight. I meant it like it looks like indistinguishable from the cartoon. I will bet so it looks good. I bet no, but it looks like a good fighting game. Period. Okay, like there's plenty Evo, of those. Evo is picking like it Street up. Street Fighter. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, don't okay. slight it because it's Dragon Ball. Slight it no, if no, you no. think it's a bad fighting game. Wait a second. What? Don't don't slight it because it's Dragon Ball. Yeah, only slight it if you think it's actually a bad fighting game. Okay. I'll let you know after I play it. Yeah, I doubt you will. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last week, the Game Awards happened. That was a hell of a show. The Keeleys. Uh, if I remember right, they broke the record and had like 11.5 million people streaming Man, it. Yeah, a, a 300% increase in streamership and in live streams. And that is not a small metric, man. That is a huge achievement for any show year over year to increase the viewership by three times like that's awesome like seriously and i thought this year was the best one we usually oh, make yeah. fun of the keelys we usually make fun of the game wars i actually think they were pretty on point this year i have very few complaints i didn't really like the live music like the band or whoever that was <clears throat> i can't remember uh, what they were called from french band yeah i don't yeah. really like them that much yeah, it was okay i think they were not so bad I like the orchestra. I guess I would the just spoil last year with awesome. the doom death metal part. But see, uh, I, for me, part of I don't remember which orchestra piece it was because I think it was maybe the first one where instead of it being a medley, they just kind of like stop and leave like a beat of silence between each like, you know, like here's a uh, here's yeah. a here's a piece of the song from this game and a piece of a song nah. from that game. It wasn't like actually blended together. It was just like stop and then this uh, song stop. Yeah, that's lazy. Stop. That's lazy. Hammer time. Yeah. But this year there were a lot less empty seats. I still did see some. But there were a lot less, and I just thought overall with the amount of exclusives they had, the huge like dump dumpster that they backed into us of news and just like laid like, there it is. Here's all these new games, all these world exclusives. Like I thought it was totally worthwhile. I watched it twice, actually, Yeah, just to make sure I caught everything. So what our plan here is we're not going to just read off the list of nominees and winners because you can look that up. We're going to talk about all the big news that dropped out of that award show. World premiere. Let me ask you, though. Let me just ask you real quick. So, yeah, people go ahead and look up like the nominees and the winners. Go ahead. But I just want to ask you guys, uh, were you surprised by any of the results of the award show? Uh, Did anything uh, stick out to you? There were two things that stood out to me. I was shocked that uh, 
What's that? What were you surprised by? I was surprised that um, I didn't play the game yet, but the uh, what is it called? The Edith Finch. What's the name of that? Oh uh, yeah, What Remains of Edith Finch. They almost said the Vanishing of Edith Finch. <laughs> yeah, the Vanishing of Ethan Carter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but no, the uh, All That Remains of Edith Finch. I didn't know that it was the unfinished Swan Devs that made that. Yeah, and then yeah. and then I knew that I loved Wolfenstein's narrative so much, you know, and we've talked about it many times on this podcast. But then when that got beat for Edith Finch, I was like, oh, maybe I should pay a little bit more attention to this. And then I ended up buying the game, beating it in a couple hours, and I thought it was awesome, too, because I wanted to see, like, what is going to win this award over Oh, you did play Edith Finch. Yeah, I did, and I beat it, too. And so we can talk about that some Hell point yeah, in the yeah. future. Hell, yeah, yeah. I'd love to get into spoilers with you. So uh, so I, I thought that that was a surprise. I didn't see that coming. And then also, um, I'm forgetting the actress's name, but the woman, the main character in Hellblade. Melissa Jury. Um, yes. Yes, for her winning the uh, best performance, that was a surprise to me too. A pleasant surprise, you know. I definitely think she she put in an amazing performance, especially for being her first acting gig ever. They didn't even award her based on that; they just award her based on her performance overall. You know, uh, yeah. you know, evaluating her equally uh, alongside other seasoned actors. So, I mean, I love her. Was a surprise. I loved her reaction because that's exactly how I would have been if I would have gotten a fucking award handed to me by none other than Andy Circus. Yeah, I'd be like, can you come <laughs> up here? Come <laughs> up here, man. It's Andy Circus. <laughs> yeah, I, dude, I would have been shaking. Like, I would have been yeah. just like her. I would have been shaking. She was so excited. Dude. She's just it a was video just, editor. She's not even I know. an actress. So. It, she was so happy. And, dude, I'm so I'm so happy that she got that award. She definitely deserved it. Absolutely. So, yeah, it was awesome. Any yeah. other surprises, though, from you guys at all? I, I didn't I, find off the top of my head, yeah, honestly. I, I didn't find the Melissa Jurgens thing that surprising, only because when I saw when I played through Hellblade I was like this is some of the best acting I've seen in a game and like I've right. pl- I played all the games on the nominee list except for Uncharted but like I'll be honest I, I kind of know what I'm expecting from Uncharted anyway you know like their acting yeah. is good but rarely do I feel like it ever you know breaks the envelope and goes beyond and makes it something yeah. really fascinating um, Brian I, Bloom well real quick I, I do totally believe she deserves that award but I just thought she would go they would the academy or whatever the judges would go with like a more well-known actor in that category that's all yeah i mean because brian bloom he does a fan fucking tastic job at making a nazi killing machine like bj an actually good character Mm -hmm. to listen to when he monologues Mm -hmm. like he does a fantastic job in wolfenstein the same can be said for ashley birch right for aloy as horizon Mm -hmm. right right i thought she i thought she was probably gonna win it actually yeah i don't know though i I think melissa just did the best job out of all of them so for me that was just like oh kind of expected that so I don't know. I, I will say I do agree with you about being surprised with the narrative thing, but also I've heard a lot of great things about Eden Finch. So yeah, not much. I can yeah, say I was I was actually that was that's what I was taken aback by. But how glorious that dude's beard was! The dude who developed <laughs> Eden Finch, yeah, dude's beard, and he's and the what he was wearing a top hat too, wasn't he? He's a dapper. Yeah, there were some characters in that yeah. <laughs> in that crowd, man. There were definitely some people that looked like they developed some weird, weird, innovative video games. So yeah, yeah but cool. they were super excited to be up there too. It was really cool. Yeah. So, okay. let's, so yeah, let's, let's start go. talking about some trailers that dropped uh, during the Game Awards. So, first one I want to touch on, from software. They had, like, what, a 20-second little thing? Yeah, a 20-second Bloodborne 2 trailer. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> I don't I don't know if it's Bloodborne for sure, my man. It's, it's okay, Bloodborne 2. I, I thought for sure, if you look at what that is, it's Bloodborne 2. If you look at what that is. But then I heard someone tell me that... What is it like? Shadows die twice. Is that what? Yeah, that the so line? it could be Tenchu. Tenchu. Someone told me that was a line that a boss says in Tenchu, and I was like, "Whoa!" I didn't even know From Software made Tenchu. That sounds like a far cry mm-hmm. away from uh, Kingsfield. 
Yeah. Yeah. Came, well, dude, from software, if you, especially if you go back to their PS1, PS2 days, they made a metric fuckload of games. Like, Did they? <laughs> like they made a lot of games. I'm actually kind of like, it's one of my collecting goals is to get all their games. Dude, I, I good luck getting Steel games. Battalion. That's a from software Besides, game. A lot of yeah, people don't besides, know about. I mean, man, that one might be tough. Yeah, it's like what yeah. five hundred dollars. Um, is it yeah, five hundred dollars like, now? I don't know. I'm throwing a number oh, out there. Yeah. I'm not the collector. Ooh. Don't listen to me. Okay, but okay. Like, even even that it. like that obs- really obscure JRPG from the PS2 area, uh, PS2 era that I bring up all the time, Evergrace. That's a from software game. Like mm-hmm. they, they busted them out. PS2 era. Wow, man. Um. But no, I, I definitely think um, more than likely it's Bloodborne based on the CG and the that they use in the trailer, based on the blood being on that really ra- like crazy looking like chain weapon or whatever the hell bone thing that was. Um, it just the the way the CG looks, the way the animation looks, the way the lighting looks reminds me of the announcement trailer for Bloodborne. Yeah, uh, I totally think announced. it is that. I and totally then the text that. that says "Shadows Die Twice" looks like the Bloodborne font. Maybe though that is all a slight though. Yeah, what if right? it's and a good Shadows Die Twice line? Yeah, it, it, that would be genius way of doing it. Way better than when right. Kojima did uh, Phantom Pain and like everyone figured out it was Metal Gear in five minutes. You know, yeah. this would be way better than that. So, so wow, I, is this a game that we ever have a hope of be, of coming on PC or? Is it a, a PlayStation who, only? Who knows? Yeah. I mean, I be, Bloodborne was PlayStation exclusive, and it's probably yeah. going to stay that way. If it's so, Bloodborne okay. 2. But who knows? Right. right? If right. it's Bloodborne 2, yeah. Can't confirm. But you know what we can confirm? You can play Bayonetta 1 and 2 on your Switch, you know, like sometime next year. Wow. But also, Bayonetta 3. Yes. You think, listen, Jeff, do you think I was going to get on the stage just yeah. to announce Bayonetta <laughs> yeah. 1 I, and 2. I love Reggie. Reggie He's man. like, listen to me, Jeff. I'm going to grab you by the testicles right here. Do you really think I came here for some shitty little Bayonetta 1 and 2 news? No, 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 no. Yeah. Wow. Play, that play was, the that music. Was cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah Bayonetta 3, some... motherfuckers. <laughs> man, that's no, fucking Reggie walks off the stage with both middle fingers up. <laughs> I am so shocked that this exists i mean i know bayonetta 2 was like a cult classic i didn't think though that it did the numbers to justify another sequel but apparently i'm wrong i'm so glad i i am i mean and you, now does what well just do you think part of that is because the wii u didn't do the numbers exactly yeah. let me ask you this now guys i have a valid argument and point to make here now tell me if you agree or disagree is bayonetta uh, bayon now is bayonetta is bayonetta now officially a nintendo licensed property like met it's a first party franchise now like metroid mario and zelda and now bayonetta i'd, I'd say so i mean that, yeah right? da- i mean yeah i would say beyblade is definitely pretty close to that i mean yeah. at least a second party developer like, like i think it's it's second uh, party it'd be like it's part of the nintendo family asterisk except for that first game mm-hmm. it's a second party game yeah uh, absolutely locked in yeah you know just be, but i mean Man, what if Nintendo like lended their talents, right, to help like make Bayonetta three something crazy? Oh, here's all I'm scared of. Okay, Bayonetta two took the formula of the first one and made it better in every way. Okay, you can do that once. I don't know if you can do that again and just you know just make a, another one of those games. I don't know Listen, if I want if, that. Listen, go ahead. Devil May Cry three was a thing. That's... Devil May Cry three is heralded as the best in the series. No, it's not. It kind of is. DMC is the best. See the the people who say Devil May Cry three is the best would gut you right now. <laughs> but, but I don't like Devil May Devil May Cry three. Guys, I like the he- first one. Hear me out. Hear me out. Super Bayonetta Odyssey. 
that's what I'm saying. They're going to have to do something, I think, drastic to make this relevant. I just can't see another Bayonetta. I just don't want the series getting stale. You see, know, and I don't want to just see them make another one of those. It's got to be, it's got to spice it up a little bit. Give me a little spicy meatball. Uh. I guess I'm excited, right? Because I played Bayonetta 1 this year for the first time on PC. Oh, wow. Right? And I've well, never. So to 2007, gone. Robert. Yeah, I know. And I've never played Bayonetta 2 because I didn't I own either. the Wii U. You can. No one has a Wii U anymore. Right, exactly. And I, I do have one and I never bought it. <laughs> I mean, think about it, right? The Switch outsold the Wii U in nine months. Right. Like, that's crazy. It's on pace with the PS4, and it's on pace to take over, basically, the yeah. PS4. Especially when the next Pokemon drops. Like, yeah, best believe. Oh, oh fucking oh, yeah. game over. So many yeah. bundles are going to be sold so that year. I'm happy but. for this to happen, but I'm getting sad because my Wii U collection now that I thought was going to be so awesome is looking less and less awesome by the minute. The more <laughs> they keep porting games over, I'm like, no, yeah, stop. I'm, listen, I'm, I'm waiting for them to <gasps> take, like, Wind Waker HD and Twilight Princess HD and port those over to the Switch, too. Ooh, like, dude. Yeah. Can't it's wait. Gonna happen. It's going to happen. Uh, Campo Damn. Santo revealed their newest game. Those are the guys behind Firewatch, if you don't know. And I am so stoked about this. Yeah, their newest game is called In the Valley of the Gods. Yeah, it looks good. I thought the trailer was nice and sharp. I like the music choice. Uh, it looks like a different game than Firewatch. Yeah, it looks it looks, a lot different. So I don't know what it is about Campo Santo, but they, they know how to just pull the right strings with me. Like... They're like, hey, we're gonna take you to all the situations and all the types of places you wanna you wanna be in a video game. They're like, masters of mood, yeah, and like dude, and atmosphere. They they're masters of atmosphere. Yeah, they're like, hey, we're you know, you ever thought about being a Firewatch? No, but we're gonna take you here. And I thought it was the coolest fucking thing in the world. Now we're gonna take you to the to Egypt and explore pyramids in a first person narrative driven adventure game. I'm and like, it's yes, like a please, camera? just like, take it, all of my money. Is this like Pokemon Snap in <laughs> Egypt, basically? Yeah, pyramid Snap. Yeah, yeah. That's I don't what know. It like. Cameras have a lot to do with this game. I think it looks really cool, honestly. And I didn't play yeah. Firewatch, but I, I, I hope play this. like, like you know, I do have a couple qualms with Firewatch, but even even that aside, I really hope they make it just a deeper experience overall than Firewatch was. Yeah. Uh, the people behind Vanishing of Ethan Carther, Carter, Carther, uh, people can fly. Uh, they've announced their new game, Witchfire, which at first I was kind of like, oh man, I guess it looks all right, but whatever. And then they had that like little bit in the trailer where they were like, also with people from Painkiller and Bulletstorm. Yeah. And, and they're like, like boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Clack, 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 clack. I'm like, Whoa, oh, okay. I'm into that. <laughs> I mean, Bulletstorm yeah. was a fucking was funny. great game. <laughs> That's yeah, funny. dude, when, I am I, so like I am so in on this. Uh, like, Vanishing of Ethan Carter is great. Bulletstorm's fucking great. So I'm like, just just take my money. Just take it again. Just take it again. And the game looks amazing. It's running on Unreal Engine four with all them fancy particle effects, and the game looks like it's gonna fry your computer when you. If you want to play this game right now before it comes out, just uh, boot up Dark Watch on the original Xbox. It looks like yeah, the exact same. That's what I've heard. That's what so, I've heard. Have you? So yeah, it looks a yeah. lot like that. And uh, also, if when I saw when I saw the title of this uh, game, I thought of that song by uh, uh, Lil Peep, "Rest in Peace," uh, Witchblades. I don't know if you guys have heard that, but look that nope. up in your own free time. Nope. So, so yeah, I don't know. Ellis, Ellis, yeah, I'm, I got to say, I'm a little more shoulder shruggery, shruggery about this one. I got some shruggery going on. Shr- shruggery. shruggery. I yeah, need I got one a shruggery, shruggery. and it's just like eh, we'll see. I, we'll see. Because right. I'm not a huge fan of what is it, Serious Sam and. 
I've what never played. Make? Yeah, and uh, Painkiller. Yeah. I've never played those yeah. games either. But really, it's Bulletstorm for me. That's kind of like, all right, I'm interested. Yeah. Um, accounting Plus is coming. Well, you know, it's accounting's been out for VR, but they're uh, making Accounting Plus. These are the guys behind. Uh, you got Justin Roiland, who's behind that famous uh, cartoon Rick and Morty, and the guy behind Stanley Parable is also working on this, and he is a character. Did you guys see him on the interview? No, no, I, I think I might have missed it. I missed it. Oh, he was so fucking weird. Like, in a good way, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I still got to play Stanley Parable. Yo, you do. It's so good. It is very good. That's what, that's what I hear. And I ha- I own it, too. And I, it's not very long, so I just need the time. Yeah. Probably over, uh, over I almost said spring break. Probably over a holiday break here. Oh, yeah. It's, it's absolutely worth it. Uh, the guy's name is William Puh, Pew, P-U-G-H, Puck. Pew. Um, PUBG. Is it, is it Pew? It, it sounds like Pew. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that like accounting plus looks like it's going to be interesting. If it's by the same guy behind Stanley Parable, like, yo, I'm so excited because Stanley Parable is one of my favorite games. It's so clever. It looks so cracked out the game. Mm-hmm. This looks so bizarre. So I'm interested I, to see, you know, where, where it ends up. To be yeah, fair, just so lot, lots William. of Rick and Morty type, like. Inter- interdimensional cable type humor and i'm really into it yeah so but, but let's be honest that trailer was not the most coked out thing at the game awards uh tommy wiseau <laughs> aka joseph ferris aka the guy behind a way out which is confirmed and now released in march by the way yeah boy awesome. howdy was he on some kind of drug wait, wait, hold, hold on oh fuck i wait can i cuss on here Fuck the Oscars. <laughs> I'm the most it, passionate man. man about my game. If you told me my I'm game's bad, I'm like, fuck you. I know my game's good and you're going to like yeah. it. I love this industry. <laughs> I love America. Okay, Joseph, we don't have any more time. Let's get to the trailer. <laughs> Holy shit. He's that like, was All right, you show the trailer, we come back and we talk some more. Like, we, no, we're not. No, no, like, we it's, can't. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff was, dude, Jeff was just like his, he's like, there, there, there goes all my sponsors just flying out the window. All of this is demonetized. <laughs> that was really funny, actually. I mean, you're on the internet, you can cuss, you know? So yeah. he took Jeff, advantage dude, of it. Dude, Jeff went on record saying that he wanted the, the Game Awards to be like the Oscars. <laughs> Fuck the Oscars. <laughs> Fuck the Oscars. Yeah, no, but, but in all seriousness, though, a way out is still looking like an awesome, awesome, awesome oh, game. I'm excited. You know? Yeah, it's like two player on like Uncharted, but more and it's coming. You know, and it's coming uh, from the creators of Brothers: A Tale of Two Sons, one of my favorite games Absolutely of that generation. Game. I love that game in many, many ways, and I just. Uh, I think that he was trying to make a big deal out of it, right? Like, don't you don't need two copies. Fuck this copy. Did you see that? And he threw it behind <laughs> yeah, his back. He's yeah. like, you only need one copy. You can play with any of your friends. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, um, it's cool, though, right, that you can do that. If you own the copy, you can just go to any one of your friends and be like, hey, do you want to play this game? I do think that's cool. How does that work, though? I, I imagine it might be like, you ever own a DS and it was like that download play thing? Yep. That's so what they'd I was have to be... So, so they would have to be at home and like use your like access code or something. No, to get yeah, on? well, no, I, yeah, think I would assume so. You yeah. can like download a version of the game that only okay. like it boots up maybe a client and then it has to like okay. your friend connects with you and then it loads it up for you. Or something okay, like well, that. that's a cool idea, but you're gonna have to like do it a day in advance, like because the PSN network is fucking slow. <laughs> oh yeah. So to sit there and wait hours for this whole game download, like no, like you're gonna have to plan this ahead. But I'd still rather be there than not. So you know, kudos to that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, guys, you know something I wasn't expecting? My soul to burn? Yeah. Soul 
Caliber 6. Y'all. Do your soul still burn? <laughs> do your souls still burn? Yes, Yo, they I, do. I My soul's burning. That it was announced with fucking Harada-san from Tekken yes. coming out with his friend. And, you know, like he's just dressed up in his kimono and his good old yes. sunglasses. He looks like he a fucking yakuza. Is living life, dude? Why are we all not wearing kimonos everywhere? That's my are question. You, to the are public. you guys not? Dude, you know I need to get a kimono. He looks. I, I need, need a kimono. fucking kimono. I need one of those sandals with like the just the two little stumps on the bottom. Clods. Uh, the, yes, the clods. Yeah, I yes, need some Japanese like so, some sanctuary salt to like throw in front of me so I walk in front <laughs> like sumo wrestlers. Like, anyways. Yeah, but no. So Soul Calibur Six is coming out, and uh, a guy who worked on the Tekken Seven team is going to be heading this one up. It looks good. It I'm looks excited. like a prequel. It looks like an early, like early in the timeline. Mitsurugi be looking like he's a teenager. Can I so. confess? I've never played a Soul Calibur actually. Wow. What? Yeah. Wow. So uh, once more, we will experience the stage of history. If you have a Dolphin emulator, I would absolutely recommend playing uh, Soul Calibur Two on GameCube. Uh, or Link, or Link is in, but, it. Link is in or, that. Or you could come over to my place and play fucking Soul Calibur One on the Dreamcast. That is that is commonly known as the best version of Soul Calibur. Yeah. It's okay. just, it's a really fun game. Yeah, right, it's I a mean, great one. I'm excited because I love Tekken Seven, one of my favorite games this year. So the fact that someone who worked on that team is going to be working here, I don't know. So it's going to be good. right. So I love Tekken first, like '96. Like I loved that that fighting game. That was my first, like probably my favorite 3D fighting game over Virtua Fighter. But then when Soul Calibur came out, just to let you know, like I was like, oh. This is way better than Tekken. That was my thinking early on, right? Whoa. I don't know if it's going to translate now, but I just remember back then I was like, this is so much better than Tekken. I'm just going to play this from now on. Just because all the different weapons you have, you got dudes with nunchucks, you got everyone has a different type of weapon, right? Yeah. And so right. it, it's it's just really, really cool. I want to see, it kind of reminds me of like a 3D Samurai Showdown. I don't know if you guys ever played that game, but. Ooh, wow, buddy. that's a deep cut. It kind of is. <laughs> I yeah, know that Neo one. Geo, yeah. Yeah, but uh, but no, I'm, my soul is still burning. I'm ready for this game. <laughs> Bring me Soul Calibur. Did they say it was coming out next year? I don't. Did they think there was? A did they? I don't date. think they gave a date. Did they? Yeah. Ugh. No, maybe not. Yeah. So I got to wait till E3 now. Ooh, I'm so excited though. I, this I victory just, burns in the soul of Mitsurugi. Do you remember me saying like it wasn't that long ago? It was just maybe two, three, four weeks ago on the show. I was like, man, I could go for more Soul Calibur. And here we I are. I think we're both Thank saying you. that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, I. I'm so happy. Uh, and then the last trailer that I want to talk about that came out of PSX, Kojima-san. <laughs> what snort? What coke are you snorting? What heroin dude, are you shooting up? Dude. What hash are you smoking? Because I want to know what made you come up with Death Stranding. Yo, Norman Reedus comes out. He's like, I don't know what the fuck we just watched. I don't know what you're doing with me in this game, <laughs> Kojima-san, but I love it. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of stage worship going on. By Norman Reedus on that. It was a little uncomfortable the way he was kissing Kojima's butt a little bit. Oh, dude, it was the same. Like, it was like Kojima was like, you know, with Jeff Keighley, who was like, I love you, Jeff. And Jeff was like, remember when Jeff gave him like the Lifetime Achievement Award or whatever? Yeah. And Jeff Keighley yeah. was like, fucking Kojima-san, like, you're my best friend. You're like my lover. <laughs> oh, like, I remember that. Yeah, he was like gazing into his eyes like, guys, come on, settle down, settle down. <laughs> like... I don't know. I almost don't hate me for this, please, guys. But I almost feel like Kojima has too much freedom in this game, Death Stranding. It's so weird. And even for Kojima, it's out there. 
Yeah. Listen, we we don't really know shit about this game beyond this trailer, but all I know is just 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 take my money. Just take it. I, I, just I don't need care. To see some just, gameplay. It's yeah, not like I'm, I'm not going to buy it. Of course I'm, I'm going to buy it, but how am I going to feel after I beat it is like what I'm worried about. Like I just I I just I don't know if I have the time for this like esoteric like weird poetic like commentary allegory slash everything in a blender you know put together <laughs> plus norma Reedus, is he actually relevant still no he had like one right it was old right like he, they they got him when walking dead was a, a thing and i don't even know if his character's still alive on that show or not it he is might, he, is. he is okay trust me you'd hear about it if he wasn't i guess so but like he you know he did the one movie he did uh boondock saints right and then mm, now he did yeah. walking dead like i don't know anything else he's done Besides he's done that, other movies. I can't list them off the top of my head. He's but not he has known for also. it, though, you know? No, not not like so, Boondock Saints and Walking Dead. So we'll see. It's just like, uh, bait. if this is just a, a fetus uh, escort mission, like, for 50 hours, like, I will be pissed. If this is Yoshi's Island. It won't be. The sequel, like, I will not be happy about it. I, I feel like that fetus has power to surpass even Metal Gear, probably. I feel like that's something <laughs> Kojima would do. As the Wu-Tang Clan have said in a song prior... Don't let the fetus defeat us. D- what? D- what? D- what? what? That's all. I'm just dropping the, 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 the mic. The bird dropping right? the mic. <laughs> nah, like Wu Tang. This the, there's a lot of crazy shit going on in this trailer. It was very atmospheric. They were like they were carrying a corpse. The corpse like dissipates into the fucking ground. There's oil everywhere. Invisible oil monsters. People killing themselves. Some because, weird flappy thing. Ching, ching, yeah. Ching, so ching, ching. yeah, actually, they're they're in uh, Japan. They're called the Pata Pata. That's what they're calling it in Japan right now. Pata pata. Yeah, I saw Kojima-san tweeted about it. He's like, so apparently uh, the the back machine thing from my new game, everyone's calling it pata pata in Japan. So in he's Japan. probably going to Japan. Japan. He's probably yeah, going to change it to the pata pata. Yeah, because... Yeah, the pata pata. Because um, Nintendo, they started calling the controller the nunchuck. That was like an unofficial... You know, that was like a nickname given to it at E3. And then Nintendo's like, no, we'll just call it the nunchuck. It works. Yeah. So maybe oh, Kojima-san okay. will do the same thing. No, Man. but uh, I mean, I don't know. Trailer was pretty cool. Obviously, the monsters, whoever they are in this game, want the people alive because the one dude was like stabbing himself as he was getting like sucked up, sucked up into the vortex. So. I don't know what it all means, man. There's people so aging. Questions. There's babies everywhere. I don't, I don't even know if Kojima knows what this means I'm at not, this point. Guys, I'm going to just level with you here, okay? I love me some Metal Gear. I like Kojima, but just the direction he's been going ever since kind of Metal Gear 4, I feel like everything is getting more like gory, more like gross and bloody, and just way more like eviscerating, like... I just I just don't know if I like if I like that direction like uh, where that one chick had like the bomb like in her body and then she like jumps out the helicopter and like explodes spoilers for Metal Gear 5 like yeah. you know like just stuff Ground like that just like this is gross like oh I just want to be a spy man I just want to sneak sneaking mission Give me I don't one. know I, I think my my takeaway from this trailer is I think I like it I think <laughs> I'm okay with. I think I don't. The thing about the trailers, no one can know how they feel about it. That's what's so weird about it. That's especially the whole thing about Kojima. I you mean, you guys yeah, know you, me. I I like shit that I really have to read into. Okay, so okay. I'm fucking sold on this. This looks fucking symbolic as shit. Some like this. It's gonna be like a higher level thinking type of shit. Like you're not gonna understand what the hell's going on until you beat the game a couple times. Sold. Yeah. I'm sold in that. Yeah, I'm gonna buy it. and I'm gonna play it. Of course. Like curiosity has already gotten the better of me. So I'm sold in that regard. But like I said, I'm worried about how I'm gonna feel after I beat it. Like whether I'm gonna regret the time or not. And I am worried about that, which I wish I wasn't. So fair enough. We'll see. see. We got we got some time till uh, we even probably see any gameplay. To be honest. With yeah. You, when's so. that gonna be? 2025? Maybe 2030? 
probably 2020, 2021, if I had to guess. 2020. We'll see. I'm calling 2020. Uh, but the yeah. Game Awards were not the big thing. The, well, the only thing that happened last week. Uh, they PX, were kind of the big thing. Yeah, it was the big thing. But PSX was also over the weekend. And yes. honestly, not as much came out of it compared to what I expected. I mean, uh, the, the, to be fair, PlayStation has been like stretching themselves pretty thin. You know what I mean? We got We had E3, and then we had Paris Games Week. Then we had the Game Awards. Now PSX. I was yeah. uh, crossing my fingers for the new console to be announced because that's the one I'm going to be buying. The one that like will stand up to the Xbox One X. PS4 like Pro 2. Yeah, whatever they want to call The PX4 Pro Extra Edition EX Plus Alpha. Yeah, that was the one I wanted. Uh, but it's not to be announced yet. Who knows? But maybe next year. If not next year, I think definitely a lock for 2019, though. Probably. Would be the 4K. Yeah, I feel like version. 2019 is a be- best bet. Because the PS4 Pro just came out late last year. Then so I, I can think finally gonna... I can finally play Horizon. Yeah, right. Because you can't play it now. No, <laughs> no way. Can't nope. play it. No, absolutely not. Mm-mm. Heck no. Like I had no. to hack my normal PS4 to be able to play it, <laughs> <laughs> and I had to hack but my yeah. TV too. Had to give it uh, like thousands more pixels. Um, <laughs> but no, so what came out of PSX, Robert. So PSX, uh, we only want to hit a couple headlines here. But Wipeout Omega Collection is getting a VR edition. I have one word to say. <laughs> <laughs> wipeout omega collection vomit oh reality my gosh because i love wipeout i'm a huge wipeout fan but vr alone just a little bit of vr i've done has made me nauseous but the thought of like being in wipeout oh yeah like i know I think i'm not gonna last the the optimal way to play this like you're gonna want to be in a kneeling position and just right in front of you you're gonna want a toilet and <laughs> <laughs> so controller in hand yeah <laughs> I can no. feel the G's. Oh, man. <laughs> so, I mean, someone thought this is a good idea. Someone thought this is good. We will see. But uh, what's that game? Trackmania is kind of like real fast-paced racing, right? Yeah, yeah, They had yeah. a VR version of that game on PlayStation, and the way they adjusted for that was terrible, I thought. They did like a third-person, way far-back view of the car on the road, but then you just like went like in a very smooth motion. Almost imagine like a helicopter flying over the track, and then when your car, you're controlling the car, but when you turn left and right, you watch the car turn like this in front of you, but your view never shifts. It was a really shitty way to play a, a racing game. Gross. You know, yeah, it was not worth it, like, VR at all. Like, who would ever want that, you know? So, I don't know how, what they're going to do, but like I said, someone thought that Wipeout was a good idea, and it remains to be seen. I am perfectly happy not playing in VR, just playing good old regular Wipeout. Sounds well, like to be fair, I, I after watching the trailer, it looks like the, the cockpit of the cars, when you're in VR, is actually gyroscoped, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So, like... When you say like your car goes around a really like hard turn, it's like banking. You are going to stay like level with the ground, if that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Like you're going to stay parallel with the with uh, the actual ground. You're not going to be actually oh, turning. You know what I'm saying? So it's so it's mm. it, the cockpit of the cars are like gyroscope. So you're not I, like getting a crazy amount of just thinking about place. it. Those like whoo, whoo. sounds so, like I don't know. I play plays this game will get uh, wiped out. Yeah, I'm my not. stomach's not a pussy, wow. unlike yours, Jack. Man, I, hey, hey, get it. Yeah, wow. Whoa. I'm being <laughs> Very personal there. Have you, yeah, but I'm just saying, man, if you've done racing games in VR, like, they're, ooh. ooh no, I can't do, I t- you know what I can't do is horror games in VR. I can't. I can't. I'm, I'm a, I, that's, where, that's where I am a scaredy, a scaredy pants. A scaredy boy. A boy. Yes. Ponani Sparling. Here we go. <laughs> what? <laughs> 
uh god of war that dad of war game is coming out uh i believe it's confirmed for 35 to 40 hours that's what came out of psx which is like that's cool i guess you're making a god of war game that's longer than all the other god of war games combined for once great (laughs) hey hey now hey this game's gonna be good okay Game's gonna be good. Yeah, you're he doesn't even to... have his chains. You know, he doesn't even have his his he blades of chaos. He's man. the dad of war. He's got his axe. It's it... Nordic myth, Norse mythology, and <sighs> somehow he be, he fell out as the god of war. He fell out of Greek mythology. I want to know what the fuck is going on in this game because it looks if amazing. The blades are not like part of the digital deluxe package. Then just no sale. I can't. I don't want to play Kratos without the blades of chaos. I I'm not interested. I'm sure they're they're probably gonna find some way to put something similar to them or something. Like you know, they, like they're Laura gonna Croft find a way to put the two in. guns, man. So you mean What's, the uh, Laura Croft reboot? Yeah, that's not good either. <laughs> no, I don't know. It's just you know what I mean. Blades of Chaos are why I like that game, but yeah. the graphics look good. It's coming out this year. It's obviously they're going for something different in so many ne- ways. Next year, oh next year, yeah. Uh, they're going for something like hugely different with the different view, with the the storyline with the sun. You probably know the sun's probably going to die or some shit, or the sun's going to save Kratos, or you know, like it's kind of seems like a predictable story. Uh, but yeah, we'll see. I'll g- I'll give it a chance. I don't know. I imagine it might be like kind of open worldy. It's hard to imagine it. Like I think it is li- going to be open world based uh, on some of the gameplay that we've seen. Yeah, like a linear story based God of War that's like thirty hours long, like that. I- doesn't sound realistic to me. Now, I'm just worried about the the combat like suffering due to all these changes here because I thought the combat was the strongest part about the whole series. So I like the way it felt, you know. And and God of War three is one of the best looking games too mm. on that generation. I thought it, it looked phenomenal. So this game looks good too. But I'm just I've fallen off from the franchise, and they're gonna have to do a lot to get me back. We'll see. Yeah, God of War Ascension was kind of a step down for the series. The graphics were really nice, but like the story was pretty meh. And so there wasn't really much keeping you there with it being a prequel. It kind of hindered it a little bit. But I think this game is going to be good. This game, I have a really good feeling about it. So we'll see. I just want to believe. Just uh, want to believe. Speaking of games that I hope are really good, Detroit became become human. Had like 15 minutes of gameplay. Where Detroit became human. Became human. It's he's already become human. It's over. The game's ended. Well, I mean, hey, so Chicago's finally got a higher homicide rate than Detroit, so maybe hey. I am become human, <laughs> destroyer of Detroit, D- destroyer of androids. <laughs> Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. So they had like a 15 minute gameplay thing where like the crowd savagely yelled at a man playing the game, telling him to make wow. these choices. That was a great. It's like a rock show, man. The crowd was hyped. That's one thing you can always yes. bet. P- PlayStation fans are always down to like you know participate in the show, and that's kind of what we got here. Yeah. It it right. kind of reminded me of like like when 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 people at a like a rock concert or something get really really fucking excited when the yeah. roadie comes on stage. Yeah, fucking check that mic. It That's was a cool it was moment. Like, I didn't yeah. watch the whole like stage presentation, but I imagine that the Detroit uh, section was probably a highlight of it, especially for the audience there. It was a cool story. I mean, you know, to be honest with you, after seeing the gameplay, I'm not surprised at all by almost any of it. Like, it seems very much like one of David Cage's games, you know? Oh, yeah, 100%. I'm fine, but the, I'm fine with that. Yeah. The presentation has only gotten better, though, and that's what's getting me so stoked about it. Like, you yeah, know, it, it, it's just David Cage refining his craft is what it comes down to. And and it, it'll only be a bonus if there's layers added to that, for, for me personally, anyway. Please, because I just please, enjoy his games. please have shitty French accents. <laughs> French people acting in American accents. Please do it again. I love that part of uh, Heavy Rain. Oh, so that good. was great. I don't know. This To me, it's looking a lot more like a 
really good Arkham Asylum, a really good Arkham game in terms of like his detective mode stuff, you know, where you're like exploring a crime scene mm-hmm. and like piecing things together. And then what right, you find right. out in the crime scene, it actually like affects what you can say or what you can do later in the scenes, which I think is really cool. And I could see that like branching out so well. And the other scenes they've showed, like, you know, those guys who were hijacking an Android, you know, like store and like trying to free <laughs> all the Androids. Store. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Android store yeah. where they only sell, uh, not Apple products. Um, <laughs> or like that scene, right, with uh, that girl android who was trying to protect the little girl from being killed by her dad. Right, right, right. Yeah, like I could see the crime scene thing working there pretty well. And I don't know. It just, it's got me a lot more hype for the game, honestly. I'm like really excited for it to come out. I'm worried yeah, that. When... Oh, God. I was going to say, well, when... is there a release date on it? I believe I early, early 2018. So oh, early. No, there's no date date on it. There's no like, date. Like first three months or like, yeah. That's what I Whoa, heard. that's that's mm. soon. I mean, the game looked pretty much finished when we watched it. Uh, I'm just worried, like, for this whole genre, like, it almost, when you make a game like this, it's almost like, all right, you have to follow a linear storyline. Like, there, it just seems limited, you know, because that's how it has to be in order to, like, funnel you down this narrative path, right? So, well, I mean, see. I think David Cage's games have done pretty well about, like, actual branching story paths. You know, like, Heavy Rain, spoiler alert, you can end the game without saving your son. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you can just, you can make the wrong choices. And I feel like this game is going to have a lot of that as well. Especially since now it's not as much just choices you make, but also, like, what if you miss evidence? You know, or what if you miss the specific clue in an event and you're not able to recall it when you really need it the most to save someone or something like that? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to play it. It's, it's about time for me. I skipped uh, Beyond Two Souls. Oh man, I totally you, you really should one. go back and play that. Maybe, uh, but I totally did skip it, so I'm ready for another one. I I did enjoy my time with Beyond Two Souls, but every time Willem Dafoe said something, my head can't always just like Spider Man, <laughs> Spider Man, Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> Willem Dafoe is awesome. Yeah. No, Willem Dafoe is actually really good in that game, though. His uh, acting, he does a really nice acting job. It's pretty solid. Uh, last thing to come out of uh, PSX. If you play Monster Hunter World, you can replace your little like cat minion thingy with Mega Man. That's yeah. Cool, so you dude. can play as Aloy from yeah. Horizon Zero Dawn with that's your cool. little Mega Man companion. Yeah, <laughs> dude. That's Monster great. Hunter. I'm hearing good things from that beta. I'm hearing really good things. So I mean, they're Capcom's known for throwing in these goofy little Easter eggs, right? Like they had in. Uh, Marvel vs. Capcom 3 or something like that, they had the box version of Mega Man on Mega Man 1, the NES version, the old Fat Man version of Mega Man. Like, that's, like, super tongue-in-cheek, super fan service you know? So, the fact that they would throw in Aloy and throw in Mega Man and who knows what else in a Monster Hunter on PS4, like, that's just, you know, that's just a good time, man. And uh, I'm looking forward to, to seeing more about the game. I've never really gotten huge into Monster Hunter, but I'm telling you, the hype is starting to hook me a little bit with everything I'm hearing from the beta. I wish I actually went in and got in on that now that I hear about the positive stuff, but we'll yeah, see. Yeah, doesn't this game, this game drops next month? Is it right? that soon? Is it? Dang. It's very soon. Wow. Yikes. Dude, so, man, 2018 is already kind of stacking That's up. Just Listen, we got Dragon Ball Fighter Z coming out in today. January. I think Monster Hunter World. I'm going to Google that real quick just to make See, sure. Because I know the PC version of Mon, Mon Hunt World comes out later. It doesn't come out the yeah, same time. January 26th, 2018. For PS4. Dude. Yeah. yeah. 
That's very soon. Dang, cool. That's what I'm saying. And then soon after that, soon after that, I already got I got my Shadow of the Colossus special edition pre-ordered. Oh, uh, I fucking forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the special yeah. edition, by the way, comes with a map and some like art cards and a steel book yeah. and some fancy schmancy stuff, all under the uh, full retail price. It's all like fifty oh, bucks really? for that. Yeah, oh. fifty bucks for that special edition. I mean, man, how many times are they going to make me buy this game? Damn it. I don't give a fuck. I want to play it so bad. Dude, it's one of my favorite games of all time. It's probably, it's definitely probably in my top 25. Probably. Oh, yeah. It's up there for me. Yeah. yeah. It's very, very good game. It's an awesome game. Have you ever played it before, Robert? Yeah. Okay. I just, okay. I, no, yeah. I don't feel the need to play it again and again and again. To be fair, and they, again. if you look at the comparison video, they have done a lot. A lot. Yeah. They've basically remade the game. Yeah. So, f- funny story about that. So, I brought it up in my my discuss my video game discussion club about the game, um, and one of the guys said that like, oh, you know, I hate the game. Like every time, you know, I would get farther in the game, and I just wouldn't have enough stamina. I would just like run out of stamina constantly. I'm like, wait, you know, you can like get items that increase your stamina, right? You have to like kill the little uh, lizard things, right? And he's like, no. I didn't. What the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, whoops. <laughs> like, Oops. yeah, dude, you can oh. increase your stamina bar. Like, all like it dude. takes up a quarter of your screen if you get enough of them. Like, it's oh. you can make it huge. You rem- you remind me of a funny story. So one year I uh, got a couple really. I went on Black Friday and I got a great deal at Kmart, and uh, it was like buy like two get two free or whatever on like games that were like twenty or less. So for like forty bucks. I get this dude, massive, all brand new, by the way, Mass Effect 2, Fallout 4, Game of the Year Edition, uh, Fallout New Vegas, Game of the Year Edition. Do you mean Fallout and like 3? Some, uh, and, oh, yeah, whatever. You know what I mean. Okay. And uh, and uh, some other like big RPG. I got him like 400 hours of gaming for 40 bucks, basically. So like he's all set up. So <clears throat> months later down the road, I'm like, hey, how are, how are you enjoying this game? He's like, man, I love Fallout. But he's like, but... But I just got too mad at that game, man. I had to stop. And I'm like, well, how far did you get? He's like, about 40 hours. I'm like, well, you didn't beat it? And he goes, no, man. He's like, about three hours in, I just I just couldn't move any faster. And I didn't know what to do. <laughs> and he was like over encumbered. So if you know oh, the game, you move at like God. a snail's pace when you're carrying too much weight. Dude, motherfucker played the game like that for 35 hours. <laughs> He played over encumbered oh, for thirty five no. hours, no. and I'm like, and I you should have seen the look on his face when I was like, bro, you just take out stuff your inventory; it's too heavy. I was like, are you just carrying everything you see? He's like, yeah, and I'm like, no, don't do not, that. And the look on his face, he was just like, oh, like he felt so. <laughs> I did, it, it's just just like the meme. That's not how this works. That's not yeah. how any of he this was just works. like, why is the game so slow? <laughs> Holy shit. And to be fair, too, the guy was like newer to gaming. Like, he wasn't like big on gaming, right? So he wasn't aware of that concept. I felt bad for that. What a pure, innocent soul. To be fair, the the first time time I played Fallout 3, the first time I'd ever played a Fallout game ever, period, end of story. Like, first time. I walked right past Megaton, I don't know how many fucking times. What? Before, like, actually realizing that's where I was supposed to go. Oh, wow. Whoops. Yeah. I dude, I was I was so completely fucking lost until I finally looked it up on the internet. Or no, 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 no. What happened was, and this this is one of my this is why Fallout Three is one of my favorite games. Fallout Three, like uh, my buddy had saved the night, and I was showing him Fallout Three for the first time, and he'd never seen it before. 
And he's like, yo, that's pretty cool. So, like, what I did is I set him up and I let him start his own game. And I just, like, kind of watched him play for a while. And it got really late at night. So, I was like, you know, hey, dude, I'm going to, like, pass out or whatever. You can keep playing all you want. And so, I wake up. It's, like, 10, 11. He's still fucking playing the game. Wow. <laughs> in the morning. And, yeah, in the morning. Oh, in shit. In the morning. And I'm like, dude. Did you did you sleep in it? I'm like, no, dude. I, I just fucking game's amazing. I was like, <laughs> and he's like, he's like, dude. But I, I figured out where you're supposed to go. It's this fucking like half like blown up blimp looking thing. It's actually a city. I was like, what? Oh, shit. Is that like a marker or something? Pointing yeah, to I'm it? thinking like it took you eight hours to find that. There's like an arrow. No, well, right? I, I don't like, think I the... had, dude. I, I just didn't understand how the UI worked. Gotcha. Um, you didn't have the arrow time or something. I didn't have the map marker. Or something something okay. was fucking with me. I, I don't remember, funny. but I was lost because I so just he thought... was just playing around in the wasteland and didn't go. To the yeah, city he either? was. He figured it out. Yeah, wow. he's like. He's like, yeah, dude, the half blown up blimp that you kept passing by. It was the t- town the whole time. <laughs> I was like, oh, motherfucker. That reminds um, me of the time it was like noon and I started playing Persona 5 and then I looked up and it was like midnight. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, yes, I played all set. day. Yeah, had, that's how it goes. Had many days but, like that, my friend. Yeah, yeah. But many. yeah, man, so that, that just spawned like this whole that dynamic between me and my buddy. Like, you know, we would because the, the thing was we would tell each other like, OK, listen, we can't look up anything online. We're going to go through the rest of this game just completely blind. Whoa. And so what we would do is we would call each other like, dude, so I found this thing, you know, blah, 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 blah. And this is part of the wasteland. And it's so fucking cool. You got to check it out. I'm like, okay. So, you know, that's what we would kind of do. That was our dynamic. We call each other and be and talk about, you know, all the shit we'd find. And then we would bring each other's Xboxes over to each other's houses and we'd play the game and like discover shit in real time. Yeah, and it, school, you know I, when i got further in the game i eventually got the uh the strategy guide and i i basically just used it to open like find all the secret weapons because there's some really specific shit you got to do for some of those weapons mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. but i digress fall three great times great great, times. great game good game. memories yes. <laughs> let's wrap the show up though shall we i'm gonna toss it over to robert for a question of the week self-serve hey robert thanks for that so my friend dad jokes man <laughs> hey fuck you so robert robert are you with us robert robert no i'm not i'm out i'm sorry hold on uh so my question i can't hear you i can't hear you there's a hurricane coming in <laughs> you know my, who else refers himself in the third person kanye west <laughs> kanye hey yeah. man kanye is west ba- is, is trying ba- to do his kanye best before he kanye, gets his kanye, kanye rest best. yes okay <laughs> all right so my question to you guys is uh, it's gonna. It's another who would win, and it's coming to me because uh, you guys heard the 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 deal right that's happening kind of between Disney and Fox that Disney might finally own Fox. And, right. Yeah. Crazy. And, They're really foxing it up, man. Yeah, and that that implies a lot of uh, a lot of things for the Marvel Cinematic Universe, doesn't it? Oh yes, I mean, it could. Right. Because X Men and Fantastic Four, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, uh, are yeah. not part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe in terms of like Disney. So I was thinking, like, man, if they became one universe, it would be a really cool fight to see on the big screen. So my question is, who would you guys think would win? Wolverine or Hulk? Death fight, like, to the death. Like, like, Hulk is the champion of Sakaar, and Logan walks into that ring. Did this not happen in the comic books? This happened it in did. the comic it, books. It yeah. Did. Okay. It did. Okay. It happened in the comic books. There was actually a video game where it happened too. I think it was uh, Hulk Ultimate Destruction. You actually fight Wolverine. I'd believe mm. it. Yeah. But did you guys read that comic? No. No. Okay. 
I don't. I should, how would this dynamic even work in this battle? Um, I think. All right, this is just gonna be a short conversation. I think that Hulk would win, and this is how he would win. He would basically throw Logan up, and he would just never come back down. <laughs> he would enter orbit, and then that's kind of how Hulk wins, right? And 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 Wolverine would never get down, but he'd be pretty bloodied up, you know, on the way there. But I feel like that's how this is all shaken out. Yeah, that's that's kind of like how I'm feeling, like. Because both, uh, man, so I'm not really adverse on my Hulk lore. Uh, so does Hulk have healing? He just can't be penetrate. Wait. He just can't I mean, be cut. He can. <laughs> he can't. Like, yeah, bullets can. like bounce off him. Bullets bounce off the man. Yeah. Right. Right. I mean, so he, Hulk is more like he can be hurt, but he gets so mad that he doesn't notice the pain. He can be knocked out. You yeah. Know. He can right. you know, things so, can happen, but I've never seen him bleed in the movies. I don't know about the comic books, but yeah, because I well, I remember in uh, what is it, Avengers two, where uh, Tony Stark was in the Hulk bust, and he's like, "Go to right. sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep." Right, right, <laughs> right. Fucking punching the hell out of him. Yeah. No, um, so I'm, I'm guessing though that Wolverine's claws, since they're adamantium, he's definitely going to be able to fucking tear Hulk's shit wide open. Um, you think? Adamantium, I mean, yeah, adamantium. Okay. It's like Marvel's okay. answer to vibranium. No, I get it. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. So, I if if Hulk is able to knock Wolverine into orbit, just like not allow him to breathe anymore, um, like Jack says, and yeah, I think Hulk could win. However, if we were in a building where for whatever reason, like Hulk just couldn't get out, like there's a roof, like and he just couldn't get out of it. Um and Wolverine, I don't know. I feel like Wolverine could find a way. I feel like Wolverine could fucking. I can't imagine. A, I don't know. Imagine how he's gonna decapitate him. Like I don't know. I mean, dude, listen. The Hulk's guts are on the fucking floor. I mean, the Hulk can't regenerate that. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I, I, I'm going Hulk though. My money is on Hulk. I don't know. I'm just gonna go Wolverine because I like Wolverine. A better. lot of people don't know this, but Wolverine is like supposed to be like a tiny man. Like he yeah. was like he was like the superhero for, that short people could like look up to. He's supposed to be diminutive, and uh, Hugh Jackman in real life is like six foot three or some shit like that, you know. But Wolverine's yeah. supposed to be small. Not that that matters in this battle, but just fun little trivia. Yeah, yeah. Whatever you say, bub. <laughs> Man, what do you I'm think, sub- Robert? Me, I think. So I know what happens in the comic, the Hulk what happens? versus. Well, well, tell Wolverine. us what you think, and then tell us. Well, what yeah, t- tell us what you think, and then tell us what actually happens. Okay, so I think, I think Hulk wouldn't have the mindset to be like, "I'll just throw him up into orbit." That's like a little bit too smart for like true. what Hulk can do. Especially he would do it in a rage. He would just, but it's totally like to throw him in the horizon. He would do that. Maybe, but I don't. I I can't see him throwing him up with the intent to put him in orbit. I right. can see him throwing him up to like to get him away, just to throw him right. But like for one, the strength the Hulk would need to throw someone into orbit, he would have to be so angry by that point that he's not even close to thinking. Like Bruce is not there anymore, you know? Because like the whole idea with Hulk is that he gets stronger the angrier he gets, right? Okay, yeah, that's yeah. true. And we also have to remember that you know the Hulk, the the logistics of it, like physics wise, Hulk goes to pick up Wolverine, tries to throw him. All, all fucking Wolverine has to do is stab his fucking claws into his hand. He ain't going anywhere. Or he's going to rip his fucking hand right open in the in the midst of throwing him anyway. So what do you think happens? I think 
Logan wins this out. If we're talking like peak Wolverine, you know, like not Logan Wolver like the movie Logan Wolverine, but maybe like I don't know. No, we're yeah, talking like we X three. Yeah, we gotta compare apples to apples though. If the, it's peak Wolverine, that's gotta be versus peak Hulk. Peak, peak Hulk, but peak Hulk right. in the Marvel movies. Okay. Right, because we're doing peak Wolverine and the Wolverine or the yeah X Men Wolverine movies. And, MCU. Yeah. yeah, and even then, I think peak Hulk would probably be Thor Ragnarok, right? Potentially around there, yeah. I think because I mean, at that point, he had been Hulk. Spoilers, I guess, for two years. You know, mm-hmm. like he had been yeah, yeah. only Hulk, right? Mm. And I don't know, because I mean, Thor beat him, right? Thor totally won that fight. Oh yeah, and, totally won. <laughs> 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 yeah, you like, can what, knock what you, him what out. You, you can knock him? him out. I just don't see how Logan's not that strong. Logan doesn't have, you know, Logan was weaker than Thor before Thor became the god of thunder. Yeah, you know? so true. there's no way Logan's knocking him out. I don't know. I, th- I think Logan edges it out only because he can pierce through Hulk's body and make him bleed out. I think that's mm. what kind of gives him the edge here. He may not be able to knock Thor out or Hulk out, but he can make him bleed. Do you bleed? He'd have to get to him first, though, because Hulk just needs to take the double, you know, fist ham- hammer fist and just whoo-doom, like to the moon. Like, I don't know. So what happens in the comic book? So the comic book kind of cops it out, actually, where um, they do fight and it kind of ends in like kind of a draw. Ah, and then and then Logan gets this uh, this like choker and he finds Bruce Banner as Bruce Banner and then puts the choker on him. And it's like, if you turn into the Hulk, you'll suffocate and die. So. Wouldn't that the, make him mad, which would then bug. make him the Hulk? <laughs> well, that's why I said, so don't I'm really get mad. mad about this. Um, and, and then they do a thing where, like, Bruce Banner jumps out of the... Oh, they're on an airplane. And Bruce Banner jumps out of the plane they're on and then, like, grabs Wolverine and is like, if I don't turn into the Hulk and, uh, you know, land on we're my dead. feet, we're both dead. So take this uh, choker off me. Wow. Even so though what, I, he just pulls out his keychain and, like... <laughs> yeah, he unlocks it for him. Wait, <laughs> in mid-air. Wait, would Wolverine really die from that, though? I don't think he would, actually, but... He hey. would get fucked up, though. He'd get I fucked mean, up. Well, I don't know if he'd It'd die. ruin his day, for sure. No, yeah, I mean, he would He would be t- he would be fucking taking a while to heal that shit, he'd but, be like... Late for, he'd be late for spin class. Yo, I mean, but, he, like, he survived... He's, there's no way... The adamantum skeleton ain't given, though, from that impact. Yeah, and he survived fucking radioactive burns, you know? Like... He was concerned enough to do it, so... Yeah. So there you go. So I there guess it our, is. Our votes are two for Logan, one for Hulk. I'm going. I am going Hulk. Yeah. I think Wolverine wins. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Clearly, it's a draw because Wolverine hey, so gets we're, 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 we're we're trying to start a team here. Fuck off, buddy. <laughs> yeah, that was the <laughs> best line. That was the one f word they could use in that movie, and it was perfect to keep it PG thirteen. Absolutely, that was great. So, a uh, little bit of trivia here as well. So, unfortunately, Hugh Jackman is not going to appear as Wolverine in Infinity War 2, which they were trying to sign him for that. Wait, what? Yes, you heard me right. <laughs> okay. Hugh Jackman was supposed to, well, they wanted him to cameo as Wolverine in Infinity War 2. Okay, I mean, that, like, him saying no doesn't surprise me, but... I'm just then, sad it's not going to happen because that would have been awesome. But I mean, you remember back when Logan came out, right? Like no, both I know, Hugh Jackman and Patrick Stewart were both like, "This is like yeah. we're putting our characters to rest." He's been like, doing it for 18 it. years. Yeah, I get Wait, it. Yeah. Patrick Stewart saying too. is, I didn't know like that. he wouldn't take the millions of dollars to yeah to to like you know show up with like whoever is Infinity War two you know against and, Thanos and like probably that say awesome. the word fuck at some point. Probably not, <laughs> but but <laughs> I, mean, he, uh, I just I'm disappointed one. by that. Yeah. 
And, and uh, also, we're talking about movies as well. Like, Logan is massively underrated, I feel like. I don't feel like enough people know how awesome that movie is. That's one of the best superhero movies I've ever seen, ever. So, can confirm. Like, like, non-big superhero guy here. Yeah, good it's movie. a it's just a sick movie. movie. It's sick, man, and it's uh it's on HBO Go now. I think oh, streaming is it? there. So yeah. Oh shit, yeah, dude. So do you have HBO Go? No, I don't. But that okay. makes me want to get it. I, yeah, I've it, been considering getting the Blu-ray for Logan because that movie is phenomenal. No, it's a it's a great movie. It's right up there with like the Nolan Batman movies. I think it's it's great. So if you haven't seen Logan yet, like I give my endorsement for sure. Well, there you go. That's it for us here at the Tiny Disc Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, feedbacks, anything you want us to read on an episode, you can email them to us at tinydiscpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on all of our social media channels. Uh, You can find them on tinydisc.com where we have all of our previous podcast episodes as well as links to our Twitter and Facebook. Uh, If you enjoyed what we've done today, Feel free to give us an iTunes review. That'd really help us out a lot. It'd uh, mean a lot more than you think. And it's only like five minutes of your time. If not that, just tell a friend. You know, turn turn to the person you're sitting next to right now, even if they're a stranger on the bus, and say, hello, I'd like you to listen to the Tiny Podcast. Yeah, listen to us while you're uh, walking around angrily getting groceries. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, don't, don't say it to the wrong person. We don't want you to get punched. Or, you know, we don't want any legal trouble for that kind of bullshit, but... <laughs> Yeah, direct all your complaints uh, and lawyers to Robert Scarpinito at... Or don't, don't, no, don't, please don't. (laughs) Mail mail complaints to the following P.O. box. (laughs) So we should wrap it up, guys, though, and say this is our last episode of this year. Starting next Thursday, you can look forward to what we've kind of been pimping here slowly but surely, the beginning of the 10 days of Tiny Disc. Should we at all say what that is or just leave it as a surprise? So I, I think, you know, basically expect a lot of discussion about games that came out in 2017 and just it's kind of a wrap-up right it's a good way to kind of end the year as we're all ending the year you know um so we're going to post one episode every day starting december 21st and it's all going to culminate on december 30th with our final 10 days of tiny disc on that and day. Then, yeah and then by the end of that you'll know how we felt about the entire year and everything that happened in it good and bad it's a celebration yeah, so bitches it's our gift you're, our you're gift not- to you i think what is by the t- by the time you get said and done, it's probably going to be over six hours of our of us. Whoa, six I hours of content. Math, but yeah, yeah, it's it's going to be it's going to be worthwhile. And it's you know you're going to be on winter break. You're going to be traveling, so a little more tiny disc for that ass. Yeah, especially to those to those fans that we have over in California. We we love you guys. We know how bad it is for travel during the holidays. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you guys live there. L.A. looks like <laughs> hell during Thanksgiving. Oh man, so. Stay strong, brothers. So, where can we find you guys on social media? Uh, Colin and Mano, aka Boo Boo underscore five five at J A uh, double underscore. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry, I stepped. Now you here. good? Uh, I'm on Twitter at J A C C E P E D A, Mister Cepeda. If you're nasty, <laughs> and you can find me at Panoptimist. P I N O P T I M I S T. Thank you so very much for listening to the Tiny Disc Podcast. Enjoy tw- the rest of 2017 and get ready to ring in 2018. With this was a, a year. great year. Yes. Oh, oh be awesome. Just a reminder, it is Star Wars weekend this weekend. So don't spoil it. I swear to God. Be cautious. Watch your social media or don't watch your social medias. Yeah. Black out on social media because you Seriously. know they're rolling out. I, I've already seen reviews go up. So the spoilers are out there on the internets. 
Just nope. be careful. Yeah, no, that's yeah, a great way to end the show, Colin. Follow us on social media, but stay off social media. Don't, <laughs> yeah, don't go there. Shit, you don't have to worry about shit. us spoiling it. We're not going to do. No, it. we're not going to be. You know, we're not going to be those guys. If I find out when you guys spoil Star Wars for somebody, I'm coming for you. Whoa! So dark. yeah, this is it, guys. This is 2017. This is our last official regular episode. Look forward to the 10 Days of Tiny Disc next week. Mm-hmm. We out. So, thank you, and we'll see you guys next Thursday. Peta peta. Ay, 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 ay.